We did talk about getting a logo made there for a while. Yeah, and then we stalled out. Yeah, no, and I, I actually, actually I'll, I'll tell you guys Alex about it because I'm a I'm a jackass. I had every intention of getting T-shirts made for us with our Snow Day Pod logo and bringing them for uh, this event, and then I just left it too long. And I I was like a few days I ago, would, Alex is know, like, "Where did you? Where's the Snow Day T-shirts you were getting made?" I'm like, "Yeah, shut up, I forgot." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "What's wrong with you? I told you to let yeah. me do it." <laughs> you know, I would love a, a black T-shirt with the the snow day like the in as white? A white black t-shirt with that in white black and white i pictured it white with black no I would that's like, well, you know, that's what part of the reason was i like. couldn't decide when i was like thinking about i'd like there, black with white i'm gonna get them made when i get back there's literally like, there's a t-shirt place right across the street from me the t-shirt guys yeah. right i i got it okay anytime like you're good okay that was a terrible clap clay i'm gonna yeah, try that again was, that wow. was lame. what's wrong with you those are some soft hands. Some, I, don't some, think I got two soft hands. Is there a working man in here? Can they don't, else they don't, they've never seen a day of work. You, yeah. no. you haven't picked up a shovel in a long time. Is that like palm olive? You're soaking in it, <laughs> the, Madge. The reality is I do more real work than you guys. I know that's true. Oh, that's, yeah, no, oh no, in no, one no. week, you do more work than I do in a year. I guarantee <laughs> you. You need a new pair of gloves. <laughs> All right, okay. Bruce, wrap us in. What yeah, are, let's go. Our reconnecting with old friends is off the table. We've, we've said that a ton of times. Hey, we're all, we're all old. Oh. <laughs> We got carried away talking in the studio. It went a little long. I got to cut it up into two parts. The other one's coming. I promise you that. When will it arrive? We'll see. It's December 2022. This is episode 50. We're calling it episode 50. But this is all from March of 2022. And I still don't have a Snow Day Pod t-shirt. Snow Day, I'm hoping for a snow day. Don't want to sleep today away. If we had a snow day. Snow Here's the disclaimer. There's going to be some swearing. It's a little bit unprofessional. Someplace between a locker room and a church gathering. Nothing we'd be embarrassed to play for our kids or our parents. That's kind of the zone. If you can live with that, welcome aboard. If not... Thanks for giving it a try. This is the Snow Day Podcast with Guy's son, Leslie Hansen. All I can think about is like, I never talked about this. I never <laughs> talked about this. I can't believe I didn't mention this. Like, there's so much more to say. I'm, I'm like, no, it's not finished. We're not finished that discussion. <laughs> Your family doctor, George Alvarez. So I would disagree with Les. Um, I- I've often gotten off a pod and go, that was a good talk. We're finding our gear. In his own way, he might be homeless. This guy's all over the place. Author, speaker, and leadership expert, Stephen DeGroot. Although there's the times when I called Bruce and said, you need to take that out. I wish I had saved all of those of when one of you guys called me and said, hey. <laughs> you need to take this out, man. Like, I don't out. want that in the public domain. And there's one time I called Bruce and he's all, I already took that out. It was about what George had said. Do you remember that? And me. The one they left behind, Bruce Krentz. Like, I remember being probably more proud about putting out those first few than lots of other episodes, right? Like, just thinking, like, I'm excited for the world to hear this and partly not even knowing how bad they were. <laughs> like, like, not bad, they were good content, but just the production value of that. Three, two, one. It's the Snow Day Podcast, episode 50. 
the first time that that counting thing actually sounded okay. Yeah, the first, <laughs> the first time, time it, it was ever worked. in sync. Ever in sync. <laughs> Felt weird to not have a lag. So we're in studio for episode 50, which is pretty awesome. The first time that we're mostly sober recording together. We did all record together on the Watchmen pod basically two years ago or three years ago now? Three. Three. Yeah. So almost exactly three years ago, Watchmen played in Winnipeg. We're all in Winnipeg. We're at private ear recording. We're going to throw that out, hoping that they give us some money for mentioning them. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. A, a few dollars Made off our bill. But uh, producer Mike on it. Sponsorship what a, opportunity. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Where is producer Mike? He didn't even set this up for us. I had to do it myself. Well, you know, I, I, I know. I just, I'm, I know him back from sabbatical, but wow, Mike. Michael, Mike. Nothing's changed. So Steve is back from his sabbatical. It feels good to have all four of us in the same space. And this feels pretty cool to be in a real recording studio. It, it's not what I expected. I expected it to be more kind of clinical, office spacey. And you guys are sitting on a couch. There's a piano in here. Like, this is a pretty neat scene. Sabbatical's over. Producer Mike yeah. signed your return papers. He signed my... Well, you know, I can't find him anywhere. So <laughs> I'm just going to assume that it's going to get done. He was right? supposed to meet you here with your he paycheck. Was supposed, yeah, he was supposed to here with my paycheck here. and my signing <laughs> Bonus, but you know, yeah. I'm not going to hold my breath. Teams. Let's just say that. Um, <laughs> sending love to producer Mike. Here's a rare flash forward to part two of the pod. I guess maybe you call that a teaser. Did you bring Steve's paycheck? He's back from sabbatical. Did you sign the forms? Uh, yes, but there's a lag. Just like every pay period, you're not going to see it right away. <laughs> <laughs> right. The reason we're all here, Watchmen show in Winnipeg tonight. Uh, it also lines up in a whole bunch of ways. It's five years now, almost to the day of the original snow day, the whole reason the podcast started, and this is our 50th episode. So it, it just felt like the universe wrapped its loving arms around us. As much madness as there's been in the last two years, as much crazy things as are happening in the world, it all fell together for us. And we didn't know if we, I think even two months ago, I wasn't sure this was going to happen. Like last, I distinctly remember you saying, I'm not booking my plane ticket till two weeks before the show. <laughs> yeah, just in case. <laughs> yeah. I knew, yeah. Steve and I knew we were just a drive away, but yeah. uh, Georgie, same thing with the plane ticket. So an amazing run to get to 50 plus as I was going wow. through the episodes today. I wow. think we numbered one of them wrong. I honestly think this is number 51, actually. <laughs> when Bruce started lobbying for this event a while back, he's like, guys, look, it's the five-year anniversary. It's our 50th pod episode. We should get together. We should record the 50th episode in a proper sound studio. We're like, okay, you know what, Bruce? I can tell that this is important to you and I want to I participate in this with you. So I'm going to fly my ass from Toronto, which took me 10 and a half hours <laughs> on Friday because it was the worst okay, travel. Okay, well, well, I've heard that story already. Am I? Am I? so much? I get to. I guess you're not interested. No, but George, there's a George. There's a good endpoint to this. You just fucking ruined my entire story. There was a beautiful endpoint to that (laughs) because I injured the worst travel day ever. Flight delays, our Airbnb being canceled, rental car being ditched, and I get here this morning. It's good to see Bruce. I'm like, you know what? It was all worth it. It was all worth it to come here and record our 50th episode and be in the room with you guys. And Bruce looks at me, goes. I did the math wrong. It's not our 50th episode. <laughs> you got it wrong. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes, man. You got to be kidding me. 
<laughs> You're right. That is a sweet story. That, that is, I, that I is, didn't mean to dump on that. Cool. So, Bruce, other than uh, not getting the numbers right in the number of pods that we have, what have you been up to for your checkup? <laughs> appreciate that little little segue. Yeah. Well, other than screwing this whole thing up. Yeah. Rather than, uh, what have you been up to? Let's start there. Having less sit on the tarmac for 10 hours texting me. <laughs> Although you got to listen to lots of old Snow Day I did. Episodes. I did listen oh, to a lot of pods. <laughs> you know what? The biggie for me, I think, is... Uh, Ikea kitchen, I mentioned, I think I talked about it, this at our last check-in that that was part of my plan was to do a kitchen out at the lake. And you said I was stupid for doing renovations in the winter time. Like that's so stupid. <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> that felt a little harsh, but yeah. <laughs> hey, Bruce, that's stupid. I don't totally disagree with you. Uh, it was a more gargantuan effort than I thought, but uh, it's going it's going well. The the place looks pretty good. We 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 ended on maybe the most down renovation day I've ever had. So I took a basically a week off of work, spent the whole work building IKEA cabinets, which really isn't super hard. The learning curve is like a ninety. I don't know if you guys have done this before, but the first run through the instructions and everything, it's just like this makes no sense to me. Watch the YouTube videos, that helps. But then once you get the hang of it, it's pretty easy. It's just kind of time consuming. So got all that done. We were out there for the weekend. Marnie and I, we were down to the point where we were putting in the countertop and the sink, like the the most crucial part of any kitchen renovation because you have to cut a perfectly good countertop. To make a long story short, we measured a whole bunch of times. Did every We thought everything was right, but we were missing this one measurement. We are like, these fucking instructions are terrible, blah, blah, blah. Cut it. Go to put the sink in. Cut it wrong. No. Yeah. Just absolute heartbreaker, right? We're And so now we're, we're just... To- Super, to match to that super bummed out. Then we see in the instructions where we did miss a measurement and we both read through them. So, so I go next door to help the neighbor do some stuff. I come back. Marnie said, we have this extra piece of countertop. We can cut these two, put them together. There's a seam behind the sink. You won't really see that. It's This is this is a good, we can still get this done. Marnie saved the day. Marnie saved the day. So that time we were doing it on some sawhorses. This time we dry fit it where, the, where it was all supposed to be. Cut it. Fits good. It's great. When we see the whole thing, I'm pretty sure we had a cut right the first time. Oh no. <laughs> Marnie will disagree oh. with me, but it's a farmhouse, it's an apron sink, so it doesn't it you don't just cut a hole, right? It kind yep. of sits in and and I had never done one before and we just kind of didn't know how it sat in there. Oh. So she still says that piece was not salvageable. I'm not convinced. Well, you know why? Because you know what you know what that means. If you say that it was salvageable, she can no longer have had saved the day. Yeah. So, I <laughs> well, mean, you back off. This is no, like, this is- a, You can't take well, away her save the day. cannot take away. Yeah. She 100% did save the yeah. day. Then we're dry fitting the sink. <laughs> and as we were doing it, one of those two pieces slipped and the sink dropped oh, no. and chipped. Oh, so no. our ceramic sink has a big chunk out of the back of it. So this is Sunday afternoon at oh. four o'clock when we thought we, I felt like it was a week of, I'm a superstar. I know what I'm doing. And it just- we didn't talk all the way from the cabin to home. <laughs> like, and halfway home, we're just driving like totally silent in the van, not even any music. And Marnie turns to me, she goes, I just still have a sick feeling in my stomach. And wow. then just look forward again. And <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, that's fucking awesome because I saw Marnie this morning and she looked her regular, beautiful, radiant self and she was in a good mood. I never would have known yeah, what, that you traumatized her. What can we say her with, when uh, we see her? Uh, you know, like, don't, mention, don't mention the ceramic. Uh, you know what? We, we, we can laugh about it now. Yeah. And, and honestly, the, the studio P is getting a little too bougie anyway. So a, yeah. a, a chip in the sink and a few bumps and bruises. Yeah, it it's, not, it's not the worst thing. It's all, yeah. all going to work out fine. But yeah. it's like I said, I, I busted my ass for so many days for the last day to go bad was just <laughs> <it laughs> kind of stung a little bit. But it does uh, suck. It, 
And maybe you're and right. And I didn't even know this story. Well, yeah. that was before. This this is after, but I was... I and was... it was stupid cold this winter, so... Like, that's so stupid. Uh, so, <laughs> just a quick little shout out to my Portuguese upbringing. Anytime, you know, I grew up with people not really trained to do lots of um, projects around the house, right? And my dad wasn't one of them. He was mostly the supervisor. But uh, it always sticks with me when I worked with Portuguese people. They'd say the same thing. You measure twice and you cut once. Right, because that's what the story yep. you are, right, is that you're, you're well, going. Well, you know what? The funny thing is when I started to cut that, the first cut on that sink, I turned to Marnie legitimately and I said, measure 15 times, cut once, right? Yeah. And, and she laughed. She said, yeah, like she was tired of me measuring. She's like, look, we've gone through the instructions. We, we did everything it told us to do. And So I'm yeah. confused. What's the lesson? Don't measure that many times. Like, is there a magical? <laughs> it's it's lift, lift with your back. Yeah. yeah. By the lift time, with your back. By the time <laughs> you measure the, the 13th time, you will screw up this cut. Another reason why I hate it. Ikea. Fucking those instructions. Oh. I fucking hate Ikea. But I know why people use Ikea. I just yeah. don't like Ikea. Yeah. There are people that love to put it together. So just recently, I bought a piece for Zane's yeah. room. And this guy, I didn't even know I didn't even know these guys exist. Because Bray likes that. He's a yeah. mechanical engineer. He loves fine motor stuff, yeah. putting things together. And uh, we got this thing and Bray was busy. <laughs> right? So I'm like... Uh, I just asked the person at the Kia. They go, yeah, we have people. You just call this number. This guy came over with the smallest, uh, smallest power tools I've ever seen, like little tiny power tools, and had this thing together in I think twenty minutes, and it probably well, would have taken three hours. So and the instructions are actually good. Yeah. Once you like, it's amazing. There's no words on them, so yeah. they're totally universal. Like, and once you get the hang, like it does all make sense, and it's all cool. I mean. I, I spent three days out there. We talked about the painting. And so I had to spend three and a half solid days to get it warm enough, keep it warm enough to actually do some painting inside and <laughs> used exterior paint yeah. thinking these are exterior conditions inside my place generally yeah, most of the sense. year. Yeah. Good so, for you. The, the anyways, rest of us couldn't do, couldn't hang a, a door. <laughs> like you're yeah. definitely the handiest out of all of us and you're getting better and better at in it. In some so ways. Good, my, good for my you. only advice to you guys is YouTube and the ladies. Ladies make videos and guys, the ladies' videos are always, oh, yeah, they're better. better and more practical. Oh, yeah. Hey, Les, hey, Les yeah. do we have another option? Pay somebody pay else to do, do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a third option. There, yeah, yeah, Bruce, there's a third option here. <laughs> the one we left behind. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. It doesn't occur Didn't to know that, I had no idea where that was going. All right. So back to the, back to the grind. Back to the, back oh, to work, everybody. Coffee, coffee break. Pee breaks over. Coffee breaks over. Yeah. Back I won't go. Heads. I'll go for next one. I don't have the a next one's on the way out the door. <laughs> I think I went to the bathroom five times, six times last night. You <laughs> did. You have a urinary tract infection, obviously. Yeah, it's just a baby bladder. Don't you only evacuate the length of your penis every time. Not <laughs> I don't actually have a bladder. I was born without one. It's just my. It's my just bladder. my. My penis is my bladder. It's weird. I was born it's, with a bladder outside my outside my body. <laughs> Looks like a giant balloon. <laughs> Yeah. Your close friends know I look over at you, Steve. It's time to go. It's, it's time to go. go. Yeah. You, look, you look earthy. Pants, your, pants are, your, your, your pants are swollen. Steven, are you pinching again? Yeah. <laughs> are you pinching? <laughs> so this is a another reflection point. It's what we talked about when we all turned 50. It's a milestone. And so uh, the whole idea is just to go around, reflect on some of our favorites and on some of the things that have, uh, have happened over the last five years. So... I don't know who wants to go first. Maybe. Uh, Why don't I start with the first? Oh, George is pulling out his notes. Finally. He's pulling out his notes. I want to go first, he says. I made notes. So I think what we'll first go around is is everybody pick one pod that you want to reflect back on and, and you give us some deeper thoughts and then we'll, uh, we'll chip it. 
so it makes sense to reflect on the first one. So when you threw out this idea, I did want to go back to the beginning because I think it's amazing how the quality has improved. So I re-listened to the first one. And so these are some of my thoughts and I'll be interested to know what you guys said. So the first thing was how obvious our personalities came through in the first two minutes of this pod. Uh, I'm also taking in the NCAA madness that Les and I have been doing for almost 22 years. Uh, taking that in all weekend, watching some upsets and uh, doing what we do. So yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched too weekend. many of the games, but uh, when I checked the pool just before we got on here, I'm in second place, boys. And uh, was I still in first? Was Steve DeGroote still in first place? Uh, no, uh, Joe Average guys beat us all by a month. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, and for anyone who doesn't know, Joe Average guy picks all of the uh, all of the favorites going into the tournament, and all the smart guys like us uh, can't seem to keep up with them. So, yeah, <laughs> it's embarrassing. And one more step over, uh, Georgie, where are you at? Uh, well, my weekend sucked uh, versus you guys. I was too drunk to pick my NCAA picks on Friday. I took a day off and got drunk. <laughs> so I come, I'm not in the tournament for the first time in two and a half decades. <laughs> yeah, so that was awesome. Uh, and then the rest of the weekend has been, uh, you know, super single dad, hanging out with my kids, planning activities, had a big Irish stew last night at a buddy's house and drank, I realized, the last bottle of my Australian red that I brought over when I moved back to Calgary oh, 11 years ago. Oh, wow. March 16th was 11 years when I moved home with my three-month-old daughter. So we drank our last bottle of wine. It's, it's a small wow. miracle it lasted that long. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Way so to stretch it out. Way yeah. to stretch it out. Well, well done. You're out of the pool and I'm back in with a vengeance. I, my uh, sad story from the weekend a little bit is I dropped Murph off, my little guy, and uh, Thursday morning I was dropping him off at the bus. Wednesday night I did my picks. Honestly, I did my picks blind on like just team names, Golden Gophers, love those guys, wish the Rainbow Wahinis were in. I'm driving. I said, Murph, I did my picks, and he knew tons about the tournament. <laughs> he was like, oh, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> That's why you're in second place. That's right. Yeah, That's exactly. That's why I'm in second place. So, and then Thompson, uh, my weekend was, uh, went to chase the ace at the Legion here in Thompson. They got the chase the ace thing going. Uh, it was at $47,000. Oh, wow. It was cool. Ooh, yeah. It was packed. I don't think the Legion, you guys know the Legion, has been that full. Yeah. Honestly, in 20 years, they turned people to Chimo Room and the bar were all packed. The 50-50 wow. was five grand. It was just, it was a sweaty, stink upshot of Thompson. It was, uh, it was The last cool. time there was that many people in one place is when they opened up the sand store. <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody thought it was a red apple. But <laughs> we <got faked> out. <laughs> yeah. Which... I don't think they've actually changed very much. Like, I think we're basically the same people. We were five yeah, years ago, more or less. Five and 50, you probably don't yeah, change you don't, much. Yeah. <laughs> but just how we are on the radio. Solid. Yeah. I, I, I like that. And in particular, the, the person that most stuck out was you, Bruce, that right from the hop, you, I could tell, because I know this to be true, you've been in this medium before. Like, you've been on CHTM, you've done the 610. There were times where you literally sounded like Ron McLean, like where you were talking about swirling uh, ice cubes in the bourbon oh, while yeah. the <laughs> snow was swirling outside. A snowstorm trapped us together for the first time in a decade. Snow swirled outside, bourbon swirled inside, and conversation ensued. 
After three days and a switch from bourbon to red wine, we agreed it would be fun to do this more often. So you were already making plays on words, so I thought that was really good. I had forgotten that Marnie was in the intro, that Marnie Dud, since you just told the story about Marnie and Chipping, a <laughs> uh, little bit more love to Marnie, that she actually did uh, our intro. From our world headquarters at 15 Sturgeon, this is Snow Day, a podcast. Steve DeGroot, George Alvarez, Les Hansen, and Bruce Krentz. And then I think Les reminded me yesterday that we got some feedback, and I don't know if it was producer Mike or somebody else that said, no, no, Marnie's not on the pod. She shouldn't be on it. And then from then on, she was dead to us. (laughs) She never spoke, and I don't believe has ever spoken another word on the pod. So it's, it's, it's amazing how front and center she is at the first pod. And then we've never heard of, we've never heard from her again. <laughs> there is one, and it's actually not too many episodes ago where she yells down from the kitchen. Like I'm I'm talking about something, and she corrects me because she could hear me down in the basement. But you're right, right, right. It, like it's accidental. Here's a correction on my correction. Marnie appeared in the Watchmen episode in the after show conversation. I don't think she's upset. She didn't really want to do that in the first place, like when I asked her to do it. And when I said, I don't know, maybe we'll try something else, she was happy to get out of that game. But I, I still don't mind the idea no, no, of no, having no, her do no, the no, voiceovers. No, no, no. She sounded pretty good. So I don't know who made the decision just to cut her out of our lives. It was producer Mike. <laughs> the brother-in-law. On episode one, because I was making notes too. On episode one, I go, oh, Marnie did the intro. I forgot Marnie did the intro. And then in the very opening of episode two, you start off by saying, <laughs> after listening to episode one, He said he didn't like the opening with Marnie, so we got rid of that. I liked it. Les liked it. He didn't. He's the producer. We're going to believe him on that one. So I got some feedback from producer Mike. Marnie will no longer be doing the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Marnie, we love you. We miss you. It was producer Mike that shifts you. Maybe I'll get her to do the intros for this one. And then the last thought, and then I'll be interested to know what if you guys had a chance to listen to, was the tomato timer that became sort of a funny staple and it that tomato timer concept kept going through many pods and then especially in our last ones we have just completely stopped timing ourselves we just ramble and talk uh including today which is fun uh but even on our last pod where you're gonna have to split it into two parts so those were my thoughts it's very cool to to reflect five years and the things that have changed and the things that have completely not changed. You know, I went back and I listened to the first few episodes because I wanted to remind myself sort of like the origin story. And uh, I think what George said is true, like right off the jump, um, it sounds so familiar. Obviously, we've known each other our entire lives, but it sounds so familiar to the way the four of us you know, hang out. The one thing I thought was interesting is when you look at the at the very early episodes, they're really short. Mm-hmm. They're like 25 minutes, half an hour, and we have bloated. <laughs> like like all good things, we've gotten feature creep. You know, like the, the last one we just recorded was two and a half hours of recording that you're now cutting into a couple a couple of different uh, of things. But I thought that that was interesting. My, um, sorry to cut you off, but my thought on that is... Um, I really was hard on keeping us short, right? I thought that was the... Yeah. Well, when we talked about the, like, what do we want to do with the pod? Because I remember, you know, we were all there. We were in Thompson and we started talking about, you told me we were walking somewhere and we started talking about bonding over the fact we both listened to a ton of podcasts. 
and we were swapping sports. I go, I listen to all these basketball ones. You were telling me about uh, the Chicklets <laughs> one for hockey. Yeah, NPR. <laughs> My million yes. NPR. <laughs> we both listened to uh, This American Life. Uh, this American Life. We're like, yeah, that's cool. And you're like, I've always wanted to do a podcast. And I said, oh, that's really cool. And we like, kind of like started talking about it. And then when we said, you know, we had the snow day thing, we all got drunk. We said, okay, let's, let's do this. And then we were talking about the format and you were pretty like, it's got to be clean. It's got to be like 30 minutes max. Like, I don't think we can engage listeners for longer than that. And so it's like, yeah, no, that makes sense. And now it's like, I don't care if we engage listeners or not. We're going to talk for as long as we want, right? We're going to finish our conversations and we're going to do whatever the hell we want. I guess is what's happened over five years. I don't know. We were we were talking about a podcast a couple of years earlier. Yeah. Well, it's it's good because, I mean, you and I had talked about the pod yeah. and we, we were talking about it. And then I didn't even know that you listened to pods, right? And so that that's how it all kind of like, like, like it was just a good swirl together. Yeah, it all kind of came together. We talked about it for a while, got excited about it, which is funny because... When even when uh, we were excited about it, and you guys were all excited about it, I'm like, ah, this isn't gonna happen. This is like, this is one of the, like, this is when you're drunk. You're like, hey, we should go fishing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, right. This is like caught up in the moment, right? <laughs> we're gonna get up early. The fish bite early. Some people, you just go to the lake tomorrow, and you never do it, right? And it felt like that kind of a moment. I've got a question for you two because that's actually very interesting to me. Before the snow day thing came together, when you guys were talking about doing a pod, what were you talking about doing a pod on? I was just, well, for me, I was interested because Bruce's experience, yeah. I just, I talk were you all the time. Thinking right? of doing them for your work, like uh, related stuff? It was, I wasn't, yeah. I just wanted to, I just, because we, Bruce and I had done like, remember that we did the parade commentary? Like, our lives have <laughs> yeah, crossed right. over a couple times where we were the, the, for Shaw TV. Like, almost like the, like <laughs> the, a week, the week, Nickel Days parade. Like, we were wearing fur, fur hats <laughs> at plus 30. Remember that? Yeah. Remember? It was, <laughs> and so Bruce and I have always just kind of, crisscrossed in these moments where we get to be silly and then we just chatted like it'd be really cool just do something like this where we have fun and talk and maybe it's serious and maybe it's not and and then then i think that's just when i knew that well you were into pods and we were all together and that just felt like like it just to me it all just kind of felt together which is right? funny because yeah. i had no momentum from that <laughs> from what we were talking <laughs> about like i didn't the energy wasn't even contained like oh yeah we should keep talking about that i'm like yeah, yeah this is a great idea but i can't even imagine how this is going to well, sustain. And, and then well, when I pitched it to all you guys, like yeah. soberly a couple of days later, everyone's like, yeah, I guess so. I don't even know what this is. Right? <laughs> well, yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you what, like thinking, thinking back, you know, that when we all came together for Sammy's funeral and then we got snowed in and stuck there. And it's, it's funny because we, we talk about that in the, when I listened to the early episodes, we talk about being, trapped to tops and steve and i were both like holy <laughs> well, shit we're we were snowed in for four days right and we were yeah. stuck in a hotel at a time when i thought i was way too busy to not be in toronto doing things for four days and when i left there my resounding emotional feeling leaving that that time together was i want to stay more connected to these guys because we had fallen i mean bruce you and i had fallen like yeah, you know, once time. a year we probably talked right we had fallen like and i was like Wow, I hadn't spent four days in Thompson in however long. We shared a room. 20, 30 years, right? Yeah. And uh, I really was like, I want to help Bruce. I, like, I want to make this happen. I want us to do this. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm grateful to you that you did it, that you pulled it together. And, and here it, we are five years later. And it's just hitting me that maybe my excitement, this is wild, because at the time I was seeing all of you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw you like, all the time. I would be talking to you and you're like, when do you see George? I just, well, cause even yeah. Catherine said you used to text George like almost every day. Like you guys were yeah. texting and talking and maybe that's it because I would literally leave Calgary, go to Thompson to see my family and hang out with Bruce and then be in Toronto with you. And I felt like I saw you guys all the time. Yeah. You were like the glue between the four of us because you saw everybody. Yeah. yeah. You didn't need it. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I never really put that together till just this yeah. moment, yeah. which but, is why I probably wasn't ex- yeah, as excited. I also, I also needed a connection to Thompson. Mm. I got no connection to Thompson anymore. My parents mm. don't live there anymore. There's nothing like I, you know, and it's like, I love that this is my connection to what's going mm. on at Thompson. Feeling of like, no, that's my hometown, man. That's where I grew up. And, it, and, I, and I like it. I like it. And that's been... You you made us promise before we started recording that we wouldn't say <laughs> connection to old friends is the reason we did the podcast. That's all you have written in your notes. That's all I, I wrote it down 15 times, connection to old friends. No, well, the other thing that I wrote down here quite a bit is like when you listen to the old pods is how terrible the production quality was <laughs> I, and how it didn't matter. We, like we didn't care. And if you think of like the different iterations of technology that we went through to get to the point where now, I think, George, you would agree we were talking we listened to the most recent pod that, that Bruce just put out the other day. And it's like, that's excellent. So fucking polished and it's so slick and it's so cool. And your skills at doing this have become like fantastic. And five years ago, it was like, oh, whatever. We're just going to get on the phone for half an hour. We're going to laugh our asses off. We're going to have a couple drinks and we're just going to put it out there. And some of the episodes, not even like the first one is not bad. Some of the ones like around like sort of like eight and 10 or whatnot, the sound quality is terrible. You're phoning in from a car while you're driving. <laughs> you know, I, like my phone is cutting in and out on my headset half the time. Like it's just like yeah. they, they sound like garbage. Did Steve really just drop in in the final minute of his pod? <laughs> <laughs> like the final minute of two. I, uh, sorry, I I heard up Wait, Steve, d- Steve, just before you go, could you validate that I got into the fight at Moncom and won? You were there. Oh, I need a witness. Yeah, actually, uh, it was probably it was pretty impressive. And it wasn't just anybody. It was one of the best fighters on the live hockey team. For all the listeners who can't hear what Steve is saying right now, he just said that he thinks George punched a girl at the Moncom. Yeah. <laughs> I kicked her ass. Yeah, and I think that's my note. Like George started with the yeah. first pod. I, you know, when I listen to it, it sounds terrible <laughs> compared to the to the the latest ones, which are just epic in terms of your uh, ability, Bruce. Which is, I mean, I mean, for me, I always I always feel bad that you put so much time in because it's unbelievable the amount. That's when I was when we had dinner last. Time, I'm like, oh man, if you think about the hours that you've put in. I appreciate all the, the, the kudos. I wouldn't do it if I didn't like doing it. So yeah. it is it is lots of time and, and sometimes it is a little bit onerous just because I, you hate to be kind of that artist guy. Lots of times I go into them saying, look, I only have this much time to put into it, but I can't help myself to, you have a vision. Like a, you, want to, you want it to sound how you want it to sound. Yeah. And sometimes that just takes a little bit longer than I think, but it's not like you guys are lording over me. George does hassle me George regularly about when the next one will come out. It's <laughs> a little yeah. bit of pressure. Unlike Steve, I don't care how much time you put into it. Yeah, I think I've actually, I've actually asked him to back off. I think yeah. in a couple of times. Do you know how many like, times you know, I've been really... up in the middle of the night? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Put some daytime hours yeah. into the spot. Get up and get it done. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I do love doing it. The thing that Sean threw for me on number one, I think is kind of what you all said, like our energy and our vibe and our style 
is there, right? And I think yeah. that's probably what kept us going. Like, because I couldn't listen to that first one for three years. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, so... like, it's sitting in my feed, and I'm like, I can't even. I'm just so embarrassed about this. It's terrible. No, like, like it's man, awful. And then I listened to good. it. I listened to it on the way here, and I thought, yeah. no, it's not terrible. Like, yeah. um, we had some good content, and that's probably what kept us going. And also, uh, like, I remember being probably more proud about putting out those first few than lots of other episodes, right? Like just yeah. thinking like, I'm excited for the world to hear this and partly not even knowing how bad they were. <laughs> like, like not bad, they were good content, yeah. but just the production value of that and, and the way that it now switched into being a little bit better. And we've all found our voices in, right? And didn't you tell me at one point in time, there's a big statistic around 50? 50. Like 99% of podcasts don't get to 50 episodes or something? Like that's why the deter I hear the determination in your voice. <laughs> and you were like, when we were talking about this like a year ago, you're like, ah, what are we doing? You're like, no, I want to get to 50. Mm. We got to get yeah. to 50. Even 10, even 10 is a giant hurdle for for lots of podcasts. And and another thing I read said, it takes you three years to find your voice. And yeah. and getting back to the length, I think um, it did take us, <laughs> no, we still keep bloating, but yeah. it was probably around the three-year mark where we said, you know what, we don't have to only, like I had, 25 to 30 minutes in my mind just as that's a commute or that's a this or that yeah. but our style and our voice isn't that like mm. we get better when we talk longer and we, we kind of yeah. deep in dive into some topics like i think those are the ones that we think are our best it's interesting that it really as much as you think yeah those first ones were great and we were excited about them but as you go you figure out what your style is yeah um, and the other one is just that as over time your gear gets better so if if you can last you're going to make it better because we all bought microphones and, and as shitty as he is at it, George can use Audacity and get me an yeah. MP3 file. And I bought George a headset and sent it yeah. to him. <laughs> <laughs> to, make, to make him sound better, which he sometimes <laughs> clicks on and sometimes on. doesn't. But <laughs> You can be pretty and smart. <laughs> well, technology's gotten better too. Totally. Like yeah. in, the, in the last few years, just the software, technology. Here's an interesting thing for you that I noticed in the, in the first couple of episodes. Did we rebrand somewhere along the way? Because in the first couple episodes, it's very clearly, this is Snow Day, a podcast. And now it's like, this is Snow Day Pod. This is Snow Day, a podcast. This is Snow Day, a podcast. All right, the Snow Day Pod is back up and running. This is episode number eight. This is the Snow Day Podcast. Yeah. And I don't know at what point you evolved, but that's a rebranding, dude. That's a corporate rebranding. Yeah, maybe I didn't even, I certainly didn't clear it with producer Mike. Yeah. Well, um, or maybe yeah. you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. He may or may not have been yeah. responsible for it. Yeah. Probably like arranging I, this recording studio. Yeah. I wonder if that came with our move on to social, our bigger move on to social media when all of our tags are basically Snow Day, Snow Day Pod. Pod. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. And it's like at Snow Day Pod. And then we started shortening it. It's a much better brand, I think. Snow Day Pod I, I think is it's better. better. Like well, and, and listening to them just fading out of the, like I did the big explanation at the start, like with this ice swirling in our glasses, mm. and this is why we're doing it. We are four people that grew up in the same neighborhood with largely the same values, all graduating from Juniper Elementary School in Thompson, Manitoba. But time slowly stretched our perspectives and life paths, scattering us across three time zones. A snowstorm trapped us together for the first time in a decade. Snow swirled outside, bourbon swirled inside, and conversation ensued. From our world headquarters at 15 Sturgeon Crescent in Thompson, Manitoba, Canada, this is Snow Day, a podcast. We kind yeah. of got away from that and the yeah. disclaimers changed, but it's a little bit like Pepsi or any corporation, like our our label changes just a little bit. We, we, we haven't stayed exactly the same for 30 and then a, then yeah. a switch. There's been lots of little, <laughs> yeah. just lots of little evolutions, well. which is... 
it's fun for me, right? Like, clearly, I like putting that together and monkeying around with that. Here's the disclaimer. There's going to be some swearing. This is going to be a little unprofessional. Someplace between a locker room and a church gathering. Nothing we'd be embarrassed to play for our kids or our parents. That's kind of the zone. If you can live with that, welcome aboard. If not, thanks for giving it a try. Before we get started, just to make sure we're all on the same page as we're listening to this, understand this is just four guys sitting around in a virtual living room having a chat because they're stuck in a snowstorm. It's not our professional selves. There's nothing here we're embarrassed about, but there's going to be a little bit of swearing and just us being us. So let's just take it for what it is. Here's the disclaimer. There are some curse words. They're not beeped. It's too much work. And at times, we may be mildly offensive. It's not aimed at you. It's just who we are. So here's the disclaimer. Yeah, there's some swearing. Maybe it's a little inappropriate at times, but my mom hasn't stopped listening yet, so can't be that bad. Here's the disclaimer. I don't think my mom's going to love this one. There's a fair bit of swearing and a lot of laughing. Like all of you, I think we were ready for a little levity, a little release. There's a few fart jokes and a whole bunch of us being us. If you're up for that, put your serious side away and let's have some fun. This is the Snow Day Podcast with Dr. George Alvarez. We're on the open seas and he couldn't take it. The prevailing winds were not strong enough. CEO Leslie Hansen. I like that Bruce set a strict 30 minute time limit and we just spent five minutes talking about farts. Me, Bruce Krentz, the one they left behind. Halfway through the afternoon, he texts me, he says, Bruce, that was a farty sandwich. No one should come into your office after you've had one of those. And leadership expert, Stephen DeGroote. The fact that they were using ventilators in your office before COVID hit. <laughs> one of the other things too that I noticed in listening to episode one was there's a point that you ask me like for my check-in or whatever, and I make fun of my home office. I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting in my home office very, you know, like, oh, whatever. Who really has a home office? <laughs> now here we are five years <laughs> and post-COVID later and everyone has a home office that they rely on so much. Yeah, I thought that was funny when I listened to that the other day. My my recording studio turned into a home office. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> it, sure it did. It, it doubles. Um, any more thoughts on episode one? That was a good... No, no, that was a good one. I thought yeah. you, you had to start with number one. I yeah, no, no. I'm super glad you did that. I do have another thought on episode one because I was surprised and it's, it's well, I guess because, yeah, it's like the five-year anniversary. But in episode one, we talk about March Madness. We talk about the NCAA basketball tournament. And we talk about, oh, we should do a whole pod on it. And I always wanted to do a pod. In fact, I had talked to you, Bruce, about... I was going to do a pod with just Steve and I, where I was going to host and interview Steve. And we were going to talk about the fact that we've hosted this March Madness pool for so long. And then what happened was COVID hit and there was no March Madness tournament yeah. that year. Yeah, that year. Yeah, yeah. And so here we yeah. are five years later, we've never done our March Madness pod. And yeah, here we are. March Madness is on again. And we've gone five years and we've never talked yeah. about it. We've never done a March Madness pod. No, no, it's pod. wild. Maybe we that's did. still in our future. It is in our future. We have to. We'll do an oral history 
of the Stevie D and Lester V March Madness uh, NCAA tournament, tournament pool yeah. that we've yeah. done for 32, 33 years. 33 years. So you can tell who either is closer to producer Mike or has more control of the episodes because music was on my list from the very start, <laughs> just exactly the same yeah. as this, and we just did music, just, but we didn't do the, we didn't do the final And it took us 49 <laughs> episodes to get nice. to it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So maybe that's the problem. Which next pod do you want to talk about? Well, the one that I went back and listened to when you said, like, pick out one and go back and, and, and listen to, because it was a little bit near and dear to my heart, was the one that we did on uh, legalization of marijuana, right? The weed episode. I thought it was I thought it was different. Like, it was only, I think it was our eighth or ninth episode. Like, it was pretty early on. I thought it was interesting to listen to it, you know, because obviously it's a big political story. And now here we are. That was probably about a year in. Yeah, it was number nine, actually. So, yeah, it would have been about a year. So, you know, it's been about four years since legalization. And listening to the conversation, I found interesting. I found it interesting to reflect back on my thoughts at that point in time. I think most of what we said held water. Most of what I prognosticated, I think, has has stood up. I think it was, it was, it was pretty close to what's happened. We talked a lot about the war on drugs and how it's been a failed effort. And I don't think any of their thinking on that has changed. I very strongly said, guys, I don't think that legalization is really going to increase usage. And most of the studies that have come out now, three, four, five years later, have said, yeah, usage really didn't change that much. It was kind of a, an interesting look back on, on where we were at in that space. For me, yeah, it was a nice, like, almost like a look into a time capsule. And I thought the same thing as you, like, it doesn't feel like it's been four years since we talked about that or since yeah. that happened. Like, I, to me, it still feels like, legalization of marijuana just happened, you know, <laughs> and, and sometimes when, you know, I'm walking down the street, there's one, I don't know if I told you guys about this, but there's one place between Kentucky Fried Chicken and Wolf Street. Like I walk down that. So it's on Thompson Drive, but it's kind of mirroring Deerwood, like just yeah, before you, on the you, left you would, or the right, just before you would turn to the pool. Yeah. I smell weed there every time I walk by. So I don't know if somebody's <laughs> out of the trailer court. Well, but I think no, it's not, coming from Deerwood. I think yeah. the prevailing winds go the yeah, other you way. You smell it's coming from, all yeah. the time. It's probably a grow up. You're probably smelling. I, that's a grow what up. someone else said. Like yeah. I shouldn't say all the time, but so much that yeah. I either think oh. like, these guys are really like it's a nonstop party. Otherwise, those people smoke weed every day, constantly. Yeah. Every, yeah. You mean one twenty two Staghorn? <laughs> I own that house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. George, George and us bought that. Yeah. I thought it was an Airbnb. <laughs> yes. They had a, a shitload of electrical uh, hooked up in there. But but I'm still always surprised. Like when I yeah. smell that, I always think, oh, and then I'm thinking, well, yeah, of course, like yeah. whatever, right? But and it's been four years. Yeah. So. so I hope there isn't a grow up at one twenty two Staghorn. I just want to say that that was a guess, uh, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> no idea whose address that is, yeah. and it'll remain <laughs> upset. Just a fluke. The other thing that was interesting on that pod was we spent a lot of time debating who we should have on as our first guest. Hello, this is Guy Hansen, and you should be listening to the Snow Day podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we never had a guest. We've <laughs> never had a guest. It was going to be Guy Hansen. We well, talked about we it. Talked, well, we, we, we had Guy Hansen. Guy well, we had Guy Hansen on the extra. It was more Carrie like Brown, it was a, the Carrie Brown episode. The, special, the Carrie Brown the extra. extra was an extra. Yeah. Right, so it was a little bit, a little bit of a different. But we never had the four of us. Let's have a pod. Let's bring on a guest. We talked about who it should be. Well, that, let's throw that out as a as a suggestion going forward because I think, uh, you know, because um, my surprise was I'm back off sabbatical for good, and yeah. I'm never going to leave you guys again. So, oh, um, dude, it makes me very happy to yeah. hear that. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. So I was gonna, yeah, but I I just think um, having Rick McKenzie or Fred Mighty or Wongers or you know, someone someone that we all connect with and, and know and still have communication with would be great just to 
to stop by and say hi, right? For I love sure. that. That that was kind of on my list of, of ideas for moving yeah. forward is starting yeah. to... Well, yeah. I think that actually brings up a, a, an important question, Bruce, because, you know, you had said, and maybe, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here on the order of the agenda that you want to do things in, but you had said, you know, it's 50, we're going to get to 50, and then we're going to talk about what we're going to do after this, because I think it needs to change. 50 episodes is enough to mm-hmm. say, okay, we did it, and it's going to change. My question to you is, what are we changing to? What are we doing now moving forward? Is this the end is fifty? Is this the end of Snow Day Pod? No, definitely not the end of Snow Day Pod. My my criteria are that I, I think we do need a, a format change. Although the last I would say ten of our pods have been strong. Excellent. Oh yeah. <laughs> They've been They're strong. Awesome. They're fun to talk about. So maybe we don't need a change. Um in my mind, uh if everybody wants to know how the sausage is made, uh, if we keep going with the longer form pods it's basically no editing on our conversation so i spend a lot of time taking things out where we talk over each other uh where we pause where we lose our train of thought things like that to keep the conversation sounding more flowing but that takes a lot of time yeah um so we need to get to a place where you don't have to do 20 hours of editing mm -hmm. to get out our one hour pod (laughs) to get out our one hour if we want to keep putting out one hour (laughs) well and the funny thing is to which to george's point we don't fucking care about. That's a Bruce problem, not a Snow Day Pod problem. I'm going to chime in and say, I, I care very much about that. I'm just going to say, I've always got Bruce's back, you know? I needed somebody in yeah. the room to yeah. help me. So, yeah. yeah, Bruce is like, I've missed you so much. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. towards the touchy-feely Where guy. Where have you been? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, that's I, good advice. These, these two cold, these two cold fish are killing me. Every every pod, I was like, is Steve going to join today? Yeah, I'm sure he's help. a doctor, I think. Yeah, this is odd. Um, the, the funny thing with that is, um, there's lots of pods that do that and even when i send out our raw audio to the secret weapon or the there was one where i sent to you guys ahead of time just saying hey are we all cool with this when you listen to it i don't think you think to yourself oh that was awful no but it's usually only like no. a five minute snippet yeah or that's true i don't, so I'm, I don't I send you guys a whole hour and there's half. other parts in it that are so well, one you sent and i was on a drive and i'm like thank god i'm on a drive because this is really long <laughs> like, there's because there's a time it kept going around and around and i'm like this you know yeah needs to be edited but i think if we keep what you're saying in mind Mm-hmm. you know, we could do some, a little bit of the lifting as well. Right. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you another thing too, that I think has made it better, right. Is now that we do zoom calls, so we're on video and we can see each other. It makes a huge, huge. difference in not talking over what each, each other, cause you can see and you can coordinate the conversation a little more like we're in the same room. So it's a little easier to get a clean recording. Whereas back in the day when it was a conference call, and we all talked and then, oh, sorry. Oh, no, you go. Oh, uh, you know, like the shit that you do on a audio conference well, call. That's my struggle, though, is it, yeah. one of my biggest struggles is if we were in a like if we were in a, a living room talking, you half would of talk it's over, over each other. other. Half of it's like yeah. taking the piss yeah. out of each other. Yeah. yeah. George wouldn't be sitting with his notes ready to respond to Les's <laughs> yeah. thing. Right. Like it would yeah. be he'd be full force in and we'd have to stop each other and tell each other to shut the heck up and whatever. Yeah. So I think yeah. that for me, that was, a, that's a, that was a struggle because of how much fun I like to have. Right. And I yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a good but point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the guest was definitely on there. The, the longer form ones, finding a way to just get those out quicker because, because they are good. And those long conversations are like, I enjoy those. Um, one of the other ideas, and I don't know where you guys are at with this is, um, and it's kind of stolen from Harold Smith and I, but lots of people do this. We spend the whole week sending each other bullet points because we have lunch together once a week. So we have an agenda and it's just, I'm, I'm at the cottage, something, I think something about my snowmobile. I'm like, oh, I'd like to tell Harold about that bullet. I just email it to him, just text it. 
So then we look through the text feed and we're like, hey, you wanted to tell me about this <laughs> or, you know, the, the sync chipped. Oh, okay, let's let's talk about cutting the counter wrong. And for the four of us, especially over two or three weeks, that would be interesting. You're watching, you know, a, yeah. a music documentary on the Bee Gees. You're like, hey, Bee Gees. Yeah. And so then we just go around and we just run through that list of kind of like current topics or bigger topics, yeah. right? Which yeah. which would be kind of fun too, to yeah. catch up that way. And, and we're always all thinking about each other. So like, that's... ah, fucking Putin. Do you think he likes the Bee Gees? <laughs> <laughs> Putin <laughs> Bee Gees were like, whoa. Uh, uh, this, uh, who said that bullet through? This, this is a deep cut. So. I almost always get off the pod. And Alex will go, oh, how did it go? How, how was the pod? I'm like, I, am, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's going to be very good. I don't know. It was like, I never, I didn't get the points out that I wanted to make. And, you know, George took it in a different direction. And Steve cut me off. And blah, blah, blah. I don't know if it's going to be any good. And then I hear it and I'm like, oh, that was actually really good. That was actually, <laughs> I always like it. But I always think when we get off the recording, I don't know that that's going to be the way I thought that that conversation should go. And that for me is part of the fun of listening to them. I'm always like, it's like the magic that you do when you bring the back or how your brain distorts sort of like your perception when you're in a conversation as opposed to when you're listening to a conversation. You're like, oh, no, that was actually really well balanced and everybody spoke and everybody said this and that. And it was like, <laughs> so that's what I, I think I get the most enjoyment out of listening to them. I'm always surprised that they come back to me sounding different than they felt when I was in the middle of the conversation. Like, like is that a comment on life? Like, probably your whole probably. life is like that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Not that I'm saying you should record your whole life, but yeah. I, I, I feel the same thing sometimes. I feel like, especially because I'm a little bit distracted worrying about where the conversation's going to go and stuff yep. like which is why this is really nice to be in the studio and not have to worry about a couple of those other little bits yeah. and pieces. But same thing, and I always think, uh, I don't know like how that... Frozen. I feel the same way as you do. I kind of feel like, ah... Uh, I kind of sucked on that, or how did this go? And then as you start to listen back a couple of days later, it's like, hey, that was a good like, conversation. Oh, that was actually really good. Although there's the times when I called Bruce and said, you need to take that out. <laughs> you need to, you know that part? Don't, don't, we have a lot of that back and forth. <laughs> I wish I had saved all of those of when one of you guys called me and said, hey, <laughs> you need to take this out, man. Like, I don't out. want that in the public domain. And there's one time I called Bruce and he's all, I already took that out. It was about what Jordan had said. Do you so that? I would disagree with Les because of what you've been doing for the last. 2025 for sure i always know it's going to be I, i've often gotten off a pod and go that was a good fucking talk <laughs> and we've yeah. and, and we've stopped recording and we're like we got some good stuff there yeah right yeah. because yeah, it yeah. doesn't all have to be blooming flowers right because you're going to take off take off the weed so i i think that's again another compliment to you and then a compliment to us that we're finding our gear yeah like we kind of know what we're going to say I think we can kind of guess where we're going to fall on issues uh, when somebody's going to be contrarian, which is usually me. Like yeah. that's kind of my personality. No. Like I want to be somewhere else. But but that's kind of. So yeah. I, I have a completely different feeling. So the very last one, when we stopped at that music, I thought this is fucking going to be a good pod, because first of all, it's your topic. Like you've been wanting to do this for a long time, so I know Bruce is going to put a ton of effort into this one. And it's exactly how it came out. It's yeah. awesome. There's a ton of music. Uh, and it was really good. But let me throw something out about, well, I think we should meet once or twice a year where we all fly to Winnipeg, Calgary, or Toronto, and we rent a studio, and we do it like this. So if you want to shake it up, then you could say, hey, yeah. this is yeah. now our new standard. Not every pod, but yeah. I bet you this pod is going to fucking sound amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Like true. we're all in a studio. Yeah. We have our own... 
mics, our own headsets. So maybe that becomes a standard. It becomes also a reason to hang out. The sounding good is all on Derek, the yeah. engineer. So if this Derek, pod sounds like shit, what is this, Derek Benjamin? Is yeah, that Derek Benjamin that? music. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how it glitched out there. Uh, Wait, the, I don't the hear anything in my headset anymore. Yeah. Wait, have I been cut off? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, and to maybe go for a couple of days and then do a season. So so pick a topic and, and do a super deep dive into that. Like talk well, about it for, about a, for a whole yeah. day or for a couple of days and then, and then cut that up into... Do four to six hours of recording and then cut it up as much as you want. For yeah. sure. That could be a couple of times a year that we meet. And it yeah. doesn't have to be in Canada. Like it doesn't have to be where we live. I mean, it would be fun to... Yeah, you know, for me, it's always been about just connecting with you guys. You're not allowed to say that, Steve. Yeah, you're, oh, that's, sorry, that, that was cut out at the start. Our reconnecting with old friends is off the table. Just reading <laughs> off of Les's notebook, that's all. It's, uh, I, I think that's what it said. Guys, it started with guys. I wrote it 17 really times. If, if we're not picking the big cities, then we got to go to famous recording places. like Bitter End, Bitter End in New York. Detroit, L.A., Muscle Shoals. Might be more expensive to rent Muscle Shoals than Derek Benjamin. Abbey Road. Uh, okay. Abbey Road. <laughs> Winnipeg's easy for two. You know what? Winnipeg is the commonality that we have at this point. We just need to have Daniel Greaves to come back uh, more often. and then. Uh, rumor yeah. is they recorded here. Watchmen recorded here early oh, yeah? in their career. Oh, cool. Yeah, before these guys owned it, but they were they. there's a connection to this place, so that's kind of cool. Steve wants you to get back to the yeah, weed no, episode. No, so I, 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 George kind of George kind of had a motion so you, that he you had some get comments back to my on the weed thing. Oh yeah, I was yeah. Like very curious. I'm trying to it. remember if the weed was when we introduced. When was the last time? It was. Yeah, it was when was the last time you ran out of gas? But oh, I thought it was the, the segment of when was the last time got introduced yeah. into oh, it. Was it that sure. episode? I think so. It was right around there because because like I said, it was either when did you run out of gas or it was when did you use a payphone? Yeah. When was the last time you used a payphone was on the stuff episode. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's that my pick. Yeah. yeah, so that that's what sort of, I, I'm trying to think of things that Les hasn't brought up in the weed episode. So I wrote that as a note. Uh, I also liked what a scaredy cat Bruce was with weed. Yeah. You I'm, were clearly so far off the other three. It was really interesting how off topic you were, meaning you were uncomfortable talking about it. I got to come clean. I felt like I had to on this. Never tried it. So Whoa, I know. Crazy, right? So there's some yeah. serious, uh, not serious, but a little trepidation for me just because this is sort of the unknown and I don't know where that's going to end up with my kids in society. Not to say I've never seen it or not been around or time was never right for me, right? Hey, I, I, me I, neither. No? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> until, until right at this moment. Until right now. I was just compelled. I had to. That's why I was so quiet. I went out, I put it on mute, and I just went down the road out to the local high school. <laughs> so, since we were all throwing it in, I'm at a no, but I'm I'm exactly where George is. I think your my head for sure says there's no reason not to, right? But I would would have to say honestly from my heart, if someone had to make me vote today, I'd say no, just because probably a fear of the unknown. You admitted that you had never tried it, which I think is cool. Have you I'll, still never tried it four years later? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, so I, I thought you were you were hey, being disarmingly truthful. Like I I, th- I, I don't Marty think smokes every I don't think you realized how raw you were yeah, in the moment, which I really, really appreciated. Uh, and then Steve made a couple of good points about polypharmacy in general. Yeah. So we ended up talking I know the episode was about weed, but with less talking about the disastrous unsuccessful war on drugs and then, you know, Steve ended up talking about polypharmacy in general for young people, which made me think about the polypharmacy in general for old people. 
I think that pod could have gone in a very interesting direction because, you know, all these years later, I think we knew about the opioid epidemic five years ago, but it certainly is much bigger thing now. Mm-hmm. So those are the those are my thoughts on the on the weed episode. It's good. Yeah, no, no, you're right. And it's funny. I listening back, I could feel that too, like a little bit by hesitation. And I still have that hesitation. It's kind of funny. I'd mm-hmm. the opioid uh one I thought was interesting because we listened to Hooked. Like I sent out that thing about that real yeah. life story about the guy who was a bank robber that got hooked. And not long after that, my sister was not feeling well and got prescribed some opioids. Like um, it's like a cough syrup or something. Yep. You could, I don't know With exactly coding. what it's called, but like she would take it at night to help her sleep because she couldn't stop coughing. Yep. She had, And now she's drinking it constantly. I was terrified. I was calling her twice a day going like, don't do yeah. it. Like don't take, I know your doctor prescribed this, but don't well, do it. I'll tell you what. As a result of listening to that Hooked podcast, which I found personally terrifying, mm-hmm. I had a root canal two weeks ago, and the dentist sent me home with T3s, right? Tylenol with codeine. Didn't take them. Alex is like, are you going to take them? I'm like, no, I ain't taking those. She's like, well, I'll wait and see if it hurts. I go, no, I'm not taking those. And that's like, I, I never would have thought that way before listening not to that podcast. Chance. Just I, mail them to me. I don't fucking care. I'll tough it out with regular Tylenol yeah. and Advil. Somehow that guy's story resonated with me too. Like I thought I could fall down playing roller hockey and the next thing you oh, know. Oh yeah, you're... the guy fell down playing roller hockey and broke a couple ribs and yeah. death spiral well, from it's, there. It's funny because Just when Shannon introduces herself to you on the phone and the N's in her name are M's, it's a problem. Shannon. Sorry. I don't know where that came from. You tr- oh, you think she's high. That you know she's high. Oh. Right. When she introduces herself as Shamam, you're like, Shamum. okay, I need you to step away from the pills. Hey, hey, Boose, it's Shamam. Hey, Boose, it's Shamam. <laughs> okay, lay off the cough syrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm buying a ticket yeah, to I'm Ottawa. I'm coming over. <laughs> I'm coming to the nation's capital. George and I were talking about this last night, but we both watched dope sick and it's the type this the same thing and it's just terrifying absolutely terrifying like, it's not the people that you think oh right? fuck no it's like you know no. that george but and it's a tragedy because so many people got hooked on oxycontin because they started taking it for very legitimate reasons and yeah it's terrible anyway yeah. scary no i was glad you brought us back to the weed episode it was it was uh it was good to listen to and especially kind of as that snapshot in time you know like some of our I don't know if we were saying fears, but all of us saying, well, it's going to be more accessible to kids and we have to have limits yeah. and stuff. And it really doesn't, regardless of what the research says, my real life experience is no change. Nothing. Like, like get, an absolute Canadian society hasn't change. changed at all. So yeah. if we can just move on legalizing crack, because <laughs> we know yeah. there's going to be no change. Yeah. George, can I get some Percocet? Uh, the only the only thing I, I would say about that one was I liked the where it could go. Like So just adding to what George said. Like, and you know, that some of the magic of some of the pods is that are just, we're, we're the same in terms of our playfulness, our energy and stuff. But there's moments where George will say something I've never thought of before, mm-hmm. or Bruce, you'll, you know, just take it in a different direction. And uh, I, I felt that that episode was that because I, I found myself not thinking it was the, the best because Les and I during that time talked a lot about yeah business. <laughs> like yeah. every time we got, to, like, I got, hey, how's it going? And I would learn a little bit about it. So I felt yeah. like part of it, I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel like. You know, talk to less about this often. Yeah. Right? Like I was in it. Yeah. yeah. In you it. Were, you and I were talking in a lot. It. Like yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I was like, oh, this is just one of our other visits with Bruce and George here. That was one of our first dips into something a little more serious than just being angry old men and yeah. just. It's like talking to COVID 
you know, but you know, with George, like he's in it. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, he's in it. We can't, we're not in it like that. So what's your episode? Uh, I went back to the hip. I don't know if you guys would be surprised about that. I was going to go to the vegetarian one because, you know, I was a bit violent. And... When I finally <laughs> had the guts to tell you and we went out for beers one day and I kind of tried to gloss over the chicken wings and dance around the music. I know. I had to, you're like, you're not touching the chicken wings. <laughs> it, was such a, it was such an uncomfortable moment. I'll never forget it. But you keep, said, please keep going. You said, Krentz, as long as this is going on, every time we go out to eat and you're going to act like this, I should get to punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. So. I said, if we go, every time we go to eat, I get to punch you in the face at least once. It did. It turned into a metaphor. <laughs> if we do get to the things we could have or should have said but maybe not but you know i like the hip just because i remember that for me bruce with the might have been the one that had the most music in it up to that point right i remember it feeling better and different and you know um and i think for me it also represents a lot of stuff because it's a it's a thread that we could all relate to but we all related to it very differently to hear less say that yeah, big part of my life, but not really a big part of my life, you know, mm. and how big the hip are, like in your life, like, mm. holy crap, huge. right? Huge. And um, I also remember when I was, um, I, I say I don't get ready for a lot of show, like a podcast, because I just love jumping in and, and just going with wherever my head or my heart goes. But I remember for that one, because I love the hip so much, I listened to a lot of hip prior to that, to that uh, show. But what I really liked about the podcast was... To me, it is the perfect balance of how we are. It wasn't a far out there topic. It was really going on. Like Gordy had just passed away. And we were laughing a lot. Like we were just laughing and joking and having the music come into that. I mean, to me, was super, super meaningful. Right? I, I, I remember from the very first time I listened to it after we did it, when you, when you dropped it, was strongly feeling like there wasn't enough music in it. <laughs> just wanting to hear more yeah. Right? Yeah, when you hear yeah. three well, pistols yeah. start when you hear yeah. new orleans is thinking start all right and it just reconnected me to what the fuck happened because there are a lot of bands like even my boys because this is this is the thing right so i introduce my boys to a lot of music just because that's what i do when you do that with your kids I, you do that with your kids and Les made a comment, right? Like that it was our time, our demographic, the whole, you know, we are Canadian, music, yeah. you know, just all this happening. But the boys really like the hip when I play it. When we do rock and roll dishes, they get into it. And like, this is awesome. They don't do that with a lot of other bands, right? So I'm still, that door's not closed with what the fuck happened around why they weren't bigger. Because it just, it their music is so good. Yeah. The lyrics are deep. The tracks are varied. Their songs don't sound the same. So it was my favorite pod for a lot of reasons. And I think uh, not my favorite. I don't know. I've got lots of favorites, but the one I liked is because it represented us. And there was a good balance between the laughter, the music, and how easy it was. I remember where I was sitting in the house and having a glass of wine and just just loving that, that yeah. pod. So those are my thoughts. Yeah, I think uh, when I remember back to that pod... Uh, I remember thinking the same thing at the time that it was the first time that we kind of balanced like laughing, funny with talking about something that felt actually kind of meaningful because it was a, it was a collective national sadness when Gord died yeah. and uh, it kind of felt like we're actually talking about something that people are going to care about and they might have an emotional connection to as opposed to us talking about 
um, you know, sports we played when we were kids and how it's different for our kids growing up, right? And it's like, okay, like whatever, random. Just like, no, I have a feeling in my heart already when I'm listening to you guys talk about this. So it was, it was kind of cool from that aspect. And then the other thing I think is interesting is, you know, Steve, you, just, you mentioned, I said on that pod, like, yeah, I'm not like hugely connected to this band, but when we did the music pod and you forced me to come up with my five all-time favorite albums, I gave it an honorable mention and put it number six, was tragically up to here. And it was because when I went through, remember I gave that very long, like, this is how I came up with my criteria for how I was going to keep people <laughs> surprising. Put things very on analytical <laughs> yeah. thoughts about it. Yeah, weird. That's that's out of, that's out of the ordinary. Surprising that I was long-winded and yeah. uh, <laughs> overly analytical. Yeah. When you say, "What are your five all-time?" I had albums? to kind of think through the criteria that I would use. To, what are the albums I went with? That I think that at one time or another in my life, and that I, I listened to on a whim over and over. And over grab that album and say, okay, I want to listen to this and throw it in and resonate with every single song, which makes it a great it's album. A collection of great songs in an order. You remember them in that order. As the song fades out, you're already hearing the intro music to the next And so it's song. not necessarily all stuff that I would listen to today, went on, but I would say, yep, I know this, I love this, and I know every single track, and I can kind of remember to a time in my life when it was really important. When I thought through it, I was like, no, no, that music there's a connection to me to a period of time in my life that's very important to me in my memory and my collective memory of music as a total. Like it needs to be represented in my lifetime favorites. Uh, it has to be there. So I think when we recorded that part, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not the biggest tip fan. But when I look at, okay, what am I a fan of? No, actually, I was a, I was, yeah. I am a huge tragically hip fan, and it was, it was important. It's interesting that you explain that incongruence because I could feel that without being able to identify because to me even when i listened to it preparing for this when you said that i'm like that doesn't i was a little flippant about it yeah you're and i'm like that's you know me i'm always concerned about incongruences but when you say that now and now it has it's elevated to a greater status i'm like yeah it makes sense part of it was i was realizing at the time that like for bruce huge fan for steve huge fan i was like i feel like a small fan in comparison to you guys and I think that's kind of like what I was feeling at that time. Well, like, I'm, I'm not David and Goliath. Like, like I'm a hip fan. <laughs> so you're number two. You can't even. You can't yeah. even. Call, you you got to say fanatic. <laughs> you got to say the full word. He's a fanatic. Like who we're seeing tonight. <laughs> you know, Catherine was. We were planning our first trip to the the lake, and uh, she, you know, it's like when we meet each other's uh, significant others. If you care, if you give a shit, you're wondering like, how's this going to go, and what. And I'm like, uh, just expect a lot of music like all the time in every room. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of music all the time in every room there'll be music outside inside different music on all the time all in the, the time. boat out of the boat yeah true true story i'm gonna now want to listen to it again because yeah. it's one of the pods i haven't listened to in preparation for this i i think the two things that i would echo that you guys said is the timestamp of music is quite important to me and that hip reminded me of that because when i move forward in time and uh, this has become a big thing when we do our yearly ski trip with my kids. There's always a song for the ski trip. Oh, nice. There, there, there is, yeah. you know, what is what was our song for that? And I always tell my kids, music is going to matter to you because it's going to take you back to a place. Right. 
So I think you're right. I mean, the hip for me takes me back to a very specific period of my time. So even though Les and I may have not been the same level of fans, it still certainly takes me back to the time. So that is the, the favorite part of that. And what I think you said is that the, the country was collectively going through something and we didn't predict COVID because when we did our four or five COVIDs, that was the reason why we talked about it is not only was Canada going through something, which is Gordowney, well, COVID is the world is going through it together. So that really resonates because it is a shared experience. It is one of our very few topics that everybody that listens can can connect with, right? Uh, so yeah, that it, it is. I'm looking forward to listening to it again. Funny, you mentioned the, the, the hip and the music because after we did the music pod... Not putting fully completely on my top five albums has been eating away at me, really, like, eh? ridiculously. Um, and and maybe even Road Apples, like probably both of those should have been in there. But going into recording that, I was I was sort of down a path where um, I didn't want to single out albums from my favorite artists. Like I thought, you know what? Like yeah. I can't really pick a hip album. I like so many of them so much. Um, and Watchmen album, same kind of thing, right? Like that's just a, it's it's in a well, different zone. And and I mentioned that in the pod, but then. Over the course of the week, I was like, I love fully, com- like, fully completely meets every criteria that we set out in those favorite albums. And, and I was just kind of being bougie or zhuzhy, like you've been throwing yeah. out a little bit lately. Well, so- this comes back to what I was saying about when we finished, like, George is like, oh, that was like such a great pod. You get off, you go, oh, that's fantastic. I feel good about it. I get off that pod two and a half hours. We've been talking about music. And all I can think about is like, I never talked about this. I never talked about this. I can't believe I didn't mention this. Like, there's so much more to say. And I'm I, like, no, it's not finished. We're not finished that discussion. <laughs> that's one where we should have done nine hours of this well, video. We like, out of that, or maybe, maybe we still will. Yeah. Um, to wrap the hip, we got to throw it to Andrea Lowen called out you and I. Yeah. I think it was in the summertime. Andrea Nair, good friend of the pod, good friend of ours. And she because of her close connection to the hip, couldn't listen to our podcast for three years yes, or, or whatever, and then went back to it once and, uh, and listened to it and liked it, I think, but, but called us out on a few of the things yeah. that we had said. And she caught me off guard. So I listened to it about a year ago and, and <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I, I think to I stand too. by everything I said in there, but it was interesting yeah. just that, you know, further out perspective, right? Because we were still kind of emotional or... Yeah. What did she call you out on? Well, Les got called out more than me. Well, so yeah, so I met Andrea for coffee and she showed up saying you know she hadn't been able to listen to that episode even though she listens to all our episodes she hadn't been able to listen to that episode for like all this time because it was a little too close to her heart but she decided to listen to it that morning driving from london to toronto <laughs> so she had just freshly listened to it and so, so she walked up I'm like oh andrew it's nice to see you and it's like post-covid you're not even really seeing people yet so it's like are we hugging or fist bumping i don't know we sit down and she starts ripping and she goes so i just listened to your pod on the tragically hip and i want to tell you everything that you got wrong and she starts like ripping it and i'm like i don't even remember it was like four years ago we recorded and that. i was drunk the whole time yeah i was drunk for that pod yeah, you were, yeah. You were, yeah. it was the, the baseball the world series was on yeah <laughs> yeah and i, I was, that's the, the other thing i was going to say is that's the first pod that we did that i had some drinks and i laughed there i immediately called bruce and i was like dude like what the fuck and he's like yeah she called me too i'm like heads up you're, you're in trouble she's coming for you she's coming guns a blazing that and it's good for people to disagree like i'm glad that she that there was a visceral response to something yeah because sure. that's what would 
normally happen. Yeah, right. You can't be right all the time. It sucks, but it's true. The song says I'm in awe of y'all and we've had some really great voices on our show. I want to finish this one off with some of them. I'm Debbie Foster from Tampa, Florida. After not one but two shout outs on the last episode of the pod, I feel practically famous. I often wish I was the fifth best friend. Sit back and enjoy your time with these guys and don't forget to subscribe. You too can be a Snow Day Pod super fan. Hi, this is Donald Wong. A shout out to the Thompson boys and the Juniper boys. You're listening to the Snow Day Podcast. Hi, I'm Caitlin Krentz. These are my top 11 reasons why my family should get a dog. Did George sound old man worried? A little bit. Or did he have some good valid fears because his daughter is Zara's, what, like basically same age as Caitlin? He did have some good valid fears, but 14, I 15. feel like he... I don't want to be rude to George, but um, <laughs> he's like, I know everything about social media, but she probably knows just as much. I he, feel like he's underestimating her a little bit in that kind of sense and just being like, I know what's best. She's grown up with it. She knows what's what, how to traverse the internet by now. Steve. Look at, no, no. Neither is Marty. I will tune you up. No. Like a fucking right. fifth grader. No, I no. A fifth grader. <laughs> this is sacred ground. Don't make me throw your ass into the hallway. Go ahead this. there, skinny man. <laughs> okay. Hey there, all you cool cats and Snow Day pod listeners. This is Deke, the number one fan of the Snow Day podcast. Now, that's not number one fan like Kathy Bates and Misery, but I was the first fan to follow the Snow Day podcast, which has, in my mind, solidified my number one fan status. So keep on keeping on, boys, and I look forward to the next pod. D to the double E-K out. Oh, and a big P.S. Steve, anytime you talk about moving at breakneck speed, I picture Mr. Hickey leaned forward 20 degrees and hightailing it down the Artie Parker hallways between classes. Always brings a smile to my face. Hello, this is Guy Hansen, and you should be listening to the Snow Day Podcast. I was sitting at my computer one day, and I was searching for an old story on our website. As I looked through the search results, it came up there was one, an old city council meeting, and Bruce was there way back as a delegation, like talking to the councillors. And I looked at the picture, and I said, that shirt looks really familiar. So I looked at his uh, shirt, <laughs> the shirt he was wearing, and I was like, I think that's the shirt I bought at the Salvation Army thrift store. <laughs> and then and then I took one more look, and I looked down, and I was like, and I'm wearing it right at this moment. <laughs> you were talking about your day, and uh, right? All right. Yeah, it's a nice But you're going to see me stage dive from the mezzanine. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm Jim Rudd, and I sold a bag of duck decoys to Guy Hansen. Hey, everyone. It's producer Mike, and apparently I'm a dog owner. I'm Brady Krentz, and this is the worst month ever. We got a dog. I'm new dog owner Caitlin Krentz, and you're listening to the Snow Day Podcast. 
This is Faye Hansen, and you are listening to the Snow Day Podcast. Well, I have fond memories of all of these boys being in my kitchen, but probably my fondest memory, and I don't remember how old Leslie was, but George was there, and they were all laughing. And I can remember telling Guy that I didn't know boys giggled like George did. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thanks to the rest of our team, social media Todd, producer Mike, and the secret weapon, Shannon Krentz.